0: أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا ما يهده الله فلا مضل له وما يضل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله الأمانة وبلغ الرسالة ونصح الأمة وكشف الله وكشف الله بالغمة وجاهد في الله حق جهادي حتى تليقين ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما ومن يعص الله ورسوله فقد ضلل مبينا رب اسرح للصدري ويسل لأمري وحل عُقْدَةً من لساني يفقه قولي السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, we only praise and thank and worship, sacrifice, make dua, seek assistance only from one Allah, Izzati wal Jalal. Fahu al Khalik, our Creator, and not just our Creator, the fashioner and the designer of the heavens and the earth. That our Allah, unlike you and I, we look at other, at other creation to get ideas to create, we look at fish to get ideas to create submarines and, and ships. We look at birds and we get ideas to create aeroplanes. But our Allah, فَهُوَ الْخَالِدُ الْكِرْهَيْتَ Samawati wal-ard. He designed and fashioned and created without a blueprint, without a plan, and without a template. was Samiya, The all-hearing. Unlike you and I, we need a sound in order for us to know we, can, we still have the ability to hear. But our Allah is all-hearing even with no sound. Let us keep and bear that in mind. Every time you want to say something, be in mind, was الْسَّمِيعُ the All-Hearing, years. That my Allah and your Allah, al الْبَصِيرُ the All-Seeing, He sees that black ant under a rock on the darkest night. Allah wal jalal is aware of that ant. Not only does Allah see that ant, but Allah hears the heartbeat of that ant. Remember who we are dealing with. Every time we alone and we want to sin, al الْبَصِيرُ He is the All-Seeing. We put our salams and salutations and greetings upon our imam, upon our leader, and we hope upon our lawyer Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. al-Mustafa, the chosen one, wa Habibullah and the one who is most beloved, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah subhanahu grant that these beloved intercede for you and I on the day of Qiyamah. Oh Allah, make us of those fortunate ones. And the third custom that we have and the norm of each and every Muslim, لَا إِن شَكَرْتُمْ that we'll be grateful for the bounties and favors that allah has bestowed upon us only once we are grateful allah promises <speaking in Hebrew> i will surely increase those bounties and favors upon you may allah grant us true understanding we can never count the favors but the last favor we recall is that allah has allowed us to breathe today allah has granted another mubarak day to love and allah has granted us to be in the mubarak house of allah may allah reward us greatly for that but you and I need to be great, grateful for that so that Allah may increase that favor upon us. May Allah grant that this be the life-changing Jum'ah in our lives. Amin thumma, And we welcome the listeners of the Radio Voice of the Cape as well. And we hope that all those listening, let this be the life change, sit with it near. We have heard many has many advices. Oh Allah grant, when we say, Qala Allah, Then the advice comes from Allah. And when we say, Qala The advice comes from his beloved, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Listen with a with with niya, that Allah let this be that life changing advice mean Allah only comes from Allah and His beloved Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Amma ba'at and we continue. Where we left off from last week and we have mentioned that Alhamdulillah we still and just yesterday was Women's Day. And we know that there's obviously no relation to Islam, but we grab every opportunity in order for us to turn our lives around. Like that of Rasulullah Alaihi sallam and the Sahaba were gathered. He looked for an opportunity in order to remind them of the greatness of Allah. We see now in the, in the time, as I've mentioned last week, the increase of women and spousal abuse, the increase of our girls losing themselves. You see, we look at a Muslim Muslimah, a female Muslim, and we see sometimes the identity of Islam is no longer to be found in that particular person. May Allah save God and protect our daughters. Amen. So the three things we mentioned today, Al-Mar'atu fil-Islam. Is the rank of a woman, or the rank of a woman, of a female, the, the rank of a mother, the rank of a sister, the rank of a mother, of a wife, in the, in the eyesight of, of our deen. We look at ihtimam, what the importance, responsibility, and where their allegiance should lay. And we look at good examples from that, that our Islam, that our deen has, has shown us. May Allah grant us true understanding. Number one, Al fil Islam. We look at the rank of a human in Islam, and at times when we look, and we really gauge and we and we, and we uh, try to find that how relative all these things are in our daily lives. We say, subhanallah, there are times if you look at it, there are times it seems as if Islam has given more rank to the women than the, than the men. And I can say this on the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salatu wassalam When the sahabi came to see him, he says, Ya Rasulullah, man ahakun nas li husni suhbati. He came to the Messenger of Allah, he says, "Ya Rasulullah, who of the creation, who of mankind deserves my closest companionship?" Oh Allah, oh Rasul, oh Messenger of Allah, who should I be the most gracious to? Ya Rasulullah, who should I treat the best? Ya Rasulullah, who should I be the kindest to?" He asked. Rasul says, "Qala ummuk." He says, "Oh, oh, oh Sahabi, oh Companion, the one you must be the best to. Ummuk, you must be your mother." And then Rasulullah could have said someone else, but Rasulullah didn't. So the Sahabi says, Thumma man. He says, Ya Rasulullah, then after my mother, then who? Who now takes second preference? Rasulullah says, Ummuk, your mother once again. And then he says, Ya Rasulullah, after I've given first preference and second preference to my mother, Thumma man, who then, O messenger of Allah? Rasulullah replies and again he says, Ummuk, your mother. So if you look just based on the hadith subhanallah, from being number one on the list, Rasul says already being the number one on the list, Rasul's gotta mention anyone after that to show that the mother will always be top of the ranks. But to emphasize and to show you and I today, again the second time your mother, again the third time your mother. Thumma man, the companion now asks subhanAllah, how many times does my mother now appear on this list? He says, Tumma man, who then, no messenger of Allah Rasul says, A book, now your father. Based on that, Islam is a religion of adl, of justice. Islam is a religion that is fair. But look at the rank that Islam has given our women folk. Look at that rank. And we don't stop there. Come and see what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now mentions with regards to our wives. Rasul says, fi nisa," O men folk addressing men. My dear brothers, fathers in Islam. Addressing the menfolk. He says, Be Allah conscious, be wary, fear Allah with regards to your women. Fear Allah with regards to your wives. He says, he says Because verily certainly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have taken them. Be amanillah. In the security, in the safety, in the protection of Allah izzati wal jalal. You have taken the women and you have made a promise. You have taken these wives and you have made a covenant. From all those women in this dunya on the day when you got married, you came to the Imam and said, I want to marry her. No one held a knife or gun to your head. You said, I want to marry from all the women that you could have selected on this dunya, you wanted her. Why five years, ten years, eight years, and in today's day and age, why one year later you now want to change your mind? From all the women that you could have selected, allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when you went the route, students stays uh, set set in front of an imam and you took that oath that you will provide for her. you will look after one of her you will treat her with the utmost decency and respect that was an oath that took the, allah izzati wal jala. and rasul Salam only reminds us in this hadith fear allah with regard to that contract that you have taken fear allah be allah conscious and aware thereof because see what allah has done for you fastah because Allah has made her most intimate part, most private part, halal for you. From all the women on this dunya, Allahu Akbar. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it halal for the two of you to live together. From whatever that has happened, subhanallah. And Allah says, by the mentioning of Allah's name, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made halal for you, this wife. Then Allah subhanahu so wa continues. And Rasulullah says, Bi kalimatillah just by the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when you stood in front, of, when you, uh, in front of the imam and you made that oath, and you took that contract, it is because of Allah's greatness. وَكَفَى بِاللَّهِ <الشَّهِيدَة> Allah was there. Why are we mentioning this? Because at the same day when you got married, the imam says, and if you were to split, if it didn't work out, then you split also in kindness. You still have dignity. Still maintain that respect for each other. Our Subhanallah! Our religion has laid out every single thing. Don't jump to that first. Go the route of seeking guidance. Go the route of seeking counsel. And this again, Rasulullah has told, told us. Imam Ahmed musnadi and Fi Tabrani. He now emphasised the responsibilities of a human, responsibilities of a wife, responsibility of our teenage daughters. Look at how this affects us, my dear mothers, brothers, fathers and sisters in Islam. On the hadith of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. it says, Ida Sallat al Maratu, Hhamsaha, Whasunat Faru Jaha, Waatat Zawjaha Daqolatil Janatim in Ahi Abuabasha. Subhanallah. Rasul Allah says Ida Sallat al Maratu. When a woman prays when she performs her five times daily salah. That's number one. Five times daily is salah. And she protects her modesty. She protects her chastity. She protects her most intimate and private part. And she's dutiful. And she's obedient. And she's respectful to her husband. Now here's the perks. Three things Rasulsa mentions. Number one, be steadfast on salah, my dear sisters and mothers in Islam. Then Rasulullah says, and protect your test, your chastity, modesty, your dignity. Number three, Rasulullah says, be obedient to the husband. Here's the perks and the bonus. She enters Jannah. From where? From any door she wishes. Who Allah grant us to our wives and mothers, our sisters and our daughters in Islam. Say, Amen. This Jannah, this great Jannah, she gets to decide which door to enter. And we know today's day and age, which woman they will go for the best. Every second year, every third year, how many kitchen cassettes are changed with, the area changed with. Something must change in the home. Curtains must change, alterations must be done. The towel doesn't look so nice. And the more you do it, and after three years after that, and after four years of that, change. To suit the color, this type of curtains today, that type of tiles tomorrow. I'm saying, my dear mother, father and brother, sister in Islam, subhanallah, which door would she then select when all the doors of Jannah are perfect? How will she get to decide? When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created the doors, imagine the challenge she will have on the day of Qiyamah enter any door that she wishes and all those doors are enticing oh Allah grant us all to see these doors amen but these conditions these conditions we need to honor our our mothers and honor our sisters and our daughters not only because it's a month of of the woman's month subhanallah every single month is a woman's month in the deen of Islam and every single day is a great day in which you draw closer nearer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when you can enter Jannah because of your salah, you can enter Jannah because of zakah and fasting, you enter Jannah because of Hajj and Sadaqah. Do we not realize, my dear fathers and husbands in Islam, that our wives is just another door for us an opportunity to enter Jannah? My dear sisters and mothers in Islam, do you not realize that from all the good that you have done, that being obedient and subservient and loving and caring to your husband is just another opportunity and another means for you to attain jannah may allah grant us to understand him. so number one if we look at the sequence of the hadith that when she establishes a salah then be dutiful to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be consistent with salah be on time with your salah see first of all the duties to allah and his messenger because that's what rasul sam says if a lady is punctual with her salah, and by the way, to sidetrack a footnote, many of our daughters don't realize that when it comes to our hayd when it comes and they fall out that time of the month, and by the word they are clean, then the only one to go wash after Ishai and start performing salah from tomorrow Fajr. My dear fathers, brothers, and sisters in Islam, we need to educate that if our daughters fall out on one day. And by the next du'a, two days, three days, whatever it may be, if they are clean by the waqt and it comes, then they must go ghusl and they must perform the immediate Salat in which they are clean. Don't wait for the whole night and for the next day because then it will be described. Next thing that we need to educate our daughters on is that if you had the opportunity to perform du'a but you didn't, and asr has come due to your negligence, you didn't perform du'a and you fall out. And you now see that I cannot perform Salah. That doer is still due to Allah because it was because of your negligence you didn't perform it. May Allah forgive us for our shortcomings. Say, Amen. And may Allah grant us this bit a life-changing Jumu'ah in which we draw closer and nearer to Allah. Say, Amen. Coming back. The challenge that we as men folk sometimes we don't realize, Subhanallah, that how Allah has honored the women. You know, the challenge it is that after they have menstruated, after they are now clean, you know how difficult at times and the challenge it is for them now to perform salah. They've been off. They've been off duty now for two, three, four days. Now that they must perform salah, now the challenge comes. Now Sheltan comes. May Allah grant that our sisters and our mothers pass these tests with flying colors. Allah reward them greatly like they are mujahids for making their sacrifices. Then Rasulullah continues and Rasulullah says, وحسنت فرجها and protect your modesty and your chastity. And the first thing that jeopardizes your modest, modesty and chastity the first thing that jeopardizes that my dear sisters and mothers in islam is libas the clothing we have a daunting task working with with madaris you try to inculcate in the muslim young girls in the muslima you say my dear cover your hair wear your scarf wear your scarf 24 wear your scarf weekends wear your scarf and we wonder why is it that our Daughters are not wearing scarves, subhanallah. And when there's meetings and you see the mother, now we understand. You see, if the mother is not wearing the scarf, the first madrasa of any human being, the first madrasa of her child is the mother. If she's negligent, what type of offspring do we expect? I'm reminding myself and all of us, that this ummah, the strength of this ummah, the kuwa of this ummah, the survival of this ummah lay in the hands of our women folk. We as the males, the imams, we too we need our guidance in order to steer and direct them. Like I always say, and I remind myself again, if a man only comes four times to the house of Allah for a jumuah, four times a, a month, he comes once a week for a 20-minute, 20, 20 30-minute khutbah, how is he supposed to save God, his family from the fire of Jahannam? If he's, not improve, if he's not increasing, improving, and if he's not developing his ilm and his knowledge, how is he supposed to protect his family for everlasting fire of Jannah? May Allah protect us all. We need to be in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We need to strengthen and empower. We need to safeguard our family. Don't you want to be everlasting happiness in Jannah as a family? Can you picture Jannah only with yourself? When our father Nabi Adam السلام, could not do it. Nabi Adam السلام, created in Jannah, lived in Jannah, resided in Jannah. The place you and I aspire to be. Yet with everything that is so gloomy, with everything that is so blissful, with all the joy that they had in Jannah, he still felt some loneliness. So Allah izzati wal jalala to create for him someone like him. Hawa our mother alayhi salam The question is, If Nabi Adam could not enjoy Jannah without a spouse, how can you think and I think that we can enjoy this world without a partner? If Jannah was created and Nabi Adam was in Jannah and he needed a wife, subhanallah, then we do need him. Even though we say there's maqiania frown, independent. Don't be like that. See what Allah tells in Surah Al-A'raf and this is the first compromise that they should never be with. my dear fathers in Islam, we are the ones that nafaqa our wives and our daughters their scars must be part of it. how can our daughters leave the house? And we as the imam and the leaders of the home allow our daughters to dress half naked outside. Have that chick inside the home and say, my dear daughter, I love you for the sake of Allah. But I fear if I'm not going to see that you are dressed appropriately according to what Allah wants, then you and I will be joined in the fire of Jahannam. But my dear daughter, understand that due to the love that I have for you, I want us both to enjoy Jannah. May Allah grant that for all of us. So Allah tells us in the ayah. You see, at times we don't realize the seriousness of three strands, four strands of hair, hair hanging out. When Rasul A.S. went on Mi'araj and he saw ladies hanging by their bosoms, hanging by the chest because of exposing their bodies. We don't realize how serious it is. We think that the dress must be down and we think that the are walking with, with sleeveless tops this goes contrary to what our dean of islam teaches and preaches not my words Suratul araf i number 27. so ya bani adam O children of adam allah speaking to you and i directly i say again the reminders from allah call allahu, ta- allahu ta'ala it says ya adam ya bani adam O children of adam La shaitan. don't let Shaitan deceive you don't let Shaitan tempt you don't let Shaitan trick you as he has done with your fault with your parents, Nabi Adam and Hawa alayhi Because of shaitan, they were expelled from Jannah. Because of shaitan, they were removed from Jannah. Then Allah tells us how they were removed, and Allah tells us the cause and the reason. Because they started to expose their bodies. Only two people in Jannah, two people. From this being Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they now notice each other's bodies. So shaitan, little by little, until they now notice and, sh- and saw each other's private parts. Not my words. Suratul araf ayah 27. I remind myself, go home, translation Quran. There's much more, the ayah in front of that and the ayah behind that. Share it with the family. So now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because of shaitan, he started to let them expose him, but look how serious it is. In the place of everlasting happiness, disobedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and that happiness was stripped from them. If that is Jannah, do you think that if we disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we'll continue to be happy in this world that is filled with fitna and fasad? If happiness was taken from Nabi Adam salam in Jannah, and you and I think we disobey Allah in this world, and we still expect happiness. We go to the following. Then Allah says, Shaytan and his army, they'll be watching over you. Listen to the stern warning of the one who created you and I. Listen to the warning of the one who's all seeing. Take heed of the one who is all hearing. Hearing you and I things that we cannot see. The all hearing, warning you and I things that we never hear. So Allah says, beware, be careful of Shaitan." He watches you on every corner from places you don't even realize. So what happens now? Now we go to all these forms. What is shaitan doing? He now exposes you on WhatsApp. He exposes you on the cell phones. He now exposes you on Instagram. He now exposes you on Facebook. My dear fathers, brothers, mothers and sisters in Islam. Once there's a picture of our daughters and our mothers on there. Millions of people see it. You can delete it with a push of a button, but you cannot remove it from the minds of people who saw it. Safeguard yourself. At times we think these phones is good. There's more disadvantages in it, more damage that it can create. Why? Because Allah told us that Shaitan will use any means possible. Any means possible. In the following Hadith Rasulullah alayhi salatu was salam now says. Abu Bakr al-Bazzari an Anas bin Malik he says Rasulullah was sitting one day Rasulullah was saying and he smiled and he laughed Subhanallah. the Sahaba sitting in Sahih Muslim the Sahaba sitting he says yeah Rasulullah asks won't you ask me why don't you ask me why don't you ask me why am I laughing call it he says yeah Rasulullah Ya Rasulullah why are you laughing What's the reason that he's smiling? He says, Rasul Psalm says, Subhanallah, I'm just thinking of our... He says, I'm just thinking now how strange it is that al the servant, the worshiper, you and I will argue and debate with Allah on the day of Qiyamah. So very carefully, Rasul Psalm says, I'm just wondering how strange the nerve, the audacity of a worshiper that wants to argue and debate with Allah Izzati wa Jalal the day of Qiyamah. He says, Rasulullah continues, he says, He says, says Subhanallah, Ya Rabbi, human beings, people will say, On day of Qiyamah. Oh Allah, did you not say, oh Allah, Did you not say that you won't transgress, that you won't oppress us on the day of Qiyamah? Oh Allah, did Allah not promise that there will be no oppression for me on the day of Qiyamah? Allah says, Bala, Yes, I did say so. Then he says, Ya Allah, Ya yeah, yeah, Allah, Ya Rabbi. He says, To speed up. He says, oh "Allah, then I don't want the testification. I don't want the witness of any human being, nor an angel, to testify against me." So no one, Allah, I consider that if another human being says, etc., etc., A, B, C, D, whatever it is, if another human testifies against me, I consider that oppression. And you promise, oh Allah, you want to press. But he says, Ya Allah, look at the arrogance of people ignorantly." He says. And she says this ignorantly says, Oh Allah, but I'm willing to accept the testimony of my own self. I was there when it happened, I would know. And Allah says, Okay. Then Allah seals the mouth. Then Allah closes the mouth. So no other person will testify against you except your own self. Then what? Then Allah allows the eye to speak. Then Allah makes the ear to speak. Allah makes the hands the feet. Allah makes the heart to speak. Allah makes our skin to speak then what does it say? Allah tells us in surah Yasin, Hands will speak, feet will speak, everything will speak. At the end of it, the eyes, the ears, everything. Our daughters, strands of hair will speak against her. And she will blame everyone. Oh Allah, my father saw me do what he did nothing. Allah, my father never bought me scarves. You're walking on the beach, two-piece bikinis. so oh, Allah, my father bought it for me. She will blame everyone else except herself. My wife leaves the house. She said, oh, Allah, my husband saw me, he did nothing. He didn't remind me, he didn't tell me. So what happens now? Now the daughter comes, the wife comes, she stands in front of Allah. And all the limbs are speaking against her. Yes, I exposed myself knowing there were strange men in the room. Allah, I've put on the lipstick, I've put on the makeup and everything, knowing I wasn't supposed to when I left the home. All this in testifying against herself. At the end of it, now that her body has spoken against her, she now curses her body. She says, "Subhanallah, idiot. Damn you, curse you, oh body, oh limbs of mine. Do you not realize that I was trying to save you from the fire of Jahannam? Don't you see that's why I spoke out? Don't you say, I tried to protect you from the fire of Jahannam. But in turn, you're now speaking out against me, having a dialogue, a personal dialogue with our own self. For Allah grant that if we were to have that dialogue, Allah grant us to pass. My dear mothers, brothers, fathers, sisters in Islam, we didn't see that last hour yet. We still have time to create our limbs in doing good. Allah grant that the limbs only speak good of us. say, Amen. I continue. Rasul Sam says, الدُّنْيَا مَتَعْ وَخَيْرُ مَتَعْ إِمْرَأَةُ صَالِحَةٍ The Rasul says that the enjoyment, this dunya is full with enjoyment, full of goodness, but the best enjoyment, the best pleasure, إِمْرَأَةُ صَالِحَةٍ is a pious, righteous woman. Good wife, good spouse, someone that's subservient, someone that loves us. There's a hadith of Rasulullah And then Allah commands you and I, the husbands, and oh folk, you treat your wives with honor, dignity, respect, compassion, love, and mercy. Look at that strong instruction that Allah gives the menfolk. Rasul says, you want to enjoy this dunya? Look for a good wife. My dear husbands, we must look for a wife that will wake us up for fajr. Look for a wife that will remind us, go to a class. Look for such people. And my dear fathers, we have the right to look for good husbands for our daughters and good girls and good wives for our sons. May Allah grant us all the in our lives. Look at the advice. One mother of the pious predecessors, she gives advice to a daughter. She tells her daughter. As the daughter was about to embark on marriage, long advice. I just want to extract one thing of it. She says, She tells her daughter, be to your husband a servant. And your husband will be a slave unto you. Very beautiful. Long advice. If we had more time. We've expounded more. She says, be a servant to your husband. Now, the moment we say servant, we say, what does servant do? Because class servant, I'm not the TV change. That's what goes on in the, in the minds of our mothers. But look at what, what she says. And wives, you know that the moment you feed your husband, the moment you look well after your husband, now you know you've got him between your fingers, you can manipulate, you can do anything you want him to do. I said, no, no, I'll let her do. What she says, she says, When your husband comes come home, make sure his food is ready. Put an se, Koasi. Yes, darling, course, ready coffee, tea. So, Yaskatabo, mashaAllah. mashallah. now you're being his servant. But after you fed him, and after he drank his coffee and got everything, now he becomes a slave, now you can ask him anything. But darling, <speaking> what does he do in darling? <Spanish> Cassius, yeah, he can pray speak, inshallah. Like, Cassius, he can see what going <speaking> can make, a story. Isn't it? But dear mothers and fathers, you have to wait for his clothes. A man can stand in shower and stand in the vest, and he's always busy on the street a him. Have it done before he comes out of the shower. All has to ready for after that, as a man no antrekked and he a his eyes and he No problem. But if he waits for his shirt and he waits for something, you aiming so long as things, be a servant to him. And wallahi, after that he becomes your slave. Don't be like today's day and age. Look after them. We think we're doing each other favors. He a Sheik, I for my ni Sheikh ik Sheikh Sheikh bij winter beach met lang boots Why we left the basics of the sunnah we have shaved Allah and his rasul on one side thinking marriage must be the way we perceive it Allah has laid out laws for the women as men folk look at Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is the best husband the best man the best president the best imam the best in everything take example for Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam I end off my dear mothers and sisters in Islam who's our guiding stars who do you take as a role model I want to refer us my dear mothers and sisters in Islam the masjid are empty you in control. <coughs> send the husbands, send the sons to the masjid. Say, Oh my son, that other go to the masjid. And I know at times the women we come from work, we're tired, we see the household things. Wallahi, my dear mothers, send your sons if the husband don't want to come to the masjid. Ensure your son is in the house of Allah. When he grows up, wallahi he will look after you. If you're not giving him deen. You know're not securing your future in this world. Wake him up for Fajr. Love Allah more. and while doing that sacrifices, Allah will look after you even greater. My dear fathers in Islam, take advice from our spouses. The things we are sitting with the dilemma we set with in Talaq cases, is that the woman wants to serve Allah. The woman wants to come to the Masjid. The husband doesn't allow her. And last week I said of cases that we know the woman embraces Islam to marry a man. But she has no taste of Islam because the husband doesn't allow her. He is weak as a Muslim. So what type of leadership will be in the home? Change that around. Every time you go to a man. Support demons. If I say, I say, many finance." Look at the power you have in your home. You're basically the president of the home. Send the son and the husband to the masjid. Make sure that the house of Allah. You say, my dear husband, if you're not going to educate and empower yourself, what type of leader will you be for me in our home? What type of husband do we want for our daughter when she usually takes a man like her father? If the father's not in the masjid, what type of husband is she going to take one day and then you come to the imam years later make a promise to my daughter and our man we say yeah but the was of Pa. be in the house of allah my dear mothers in islam and it's possible because firaun was a tyrant to his wife anha. today we say anha. She says, oh Allah, the wife of Firaun, he was a tyrant. He was a disbeliever, but not she. Husbands today don't want to draw closer to Allah, but you all steadfast my dear mother and daughter in Islam. Like Firaun's wife, she's making like, dua, oh Allah. He doesn't want to believe, but oh Allah, grant me, a house by you, ya Allah. Don't just ask for Jannah. Ask for the highest place in Jannah. For Allah granted Jannah to the free dose. Don't ask for Jannah. Andaka. The wife of firaun says, Andaka, a house by you, oh Allah. She didn't just ask for Jannah. Why? Say Allah oh, and save God and protect me from firaun and his ways. Save God me from firaun and his thinking, and save God me from those people who transgress against against themselves. Second an example, my dear mothers and daughters in Islam. Who's the role model? Khadija radiyallahu taala anha. Rasulullah came, the Nabi, Nabuwa left the cave, shivering, rushing, running home, afraid, fearful of what just happened. His first contact with Jabir He comes home, he's shivering. Khadija radiyallahu taala anha. She consoles him. She says, "Muhammad, that you're a good person. Sallallahu alaihi Wasallam. No one will ever harm you." No ilah, no god would want harm for you when you only want good. Look at that consoling. The husband at times wants to, to do good. And if Rav says, As a karaoke program, man shopping. Be strong. Look at the life of Rasul Allah. A husband needs the support of his wife. I end off with Hajra and, and, and Hajj. When Nabi Ibrahim salam had the difficulty of leaving his wife and his baby son hajar supported him in that decision if allah wants you to do this my husband then do it to please allah my dear wives if you encourage your husbands to come to the masjid you bring your children motivate encourage your children to come to the madrasa after school come to madrasa on a sunday sit in class that ensures that you will have a prosperous future in this world because now your son knows the value of a mother. Your son knows the value of a wife. The son will know the rank that Allah has granted his parents. And he will look after you. But you give him only all the secular education. No deen. Then one day you're laying on your deathbed. And your own child will not be able to can recite Surah Yasin. Put Allah first, my dear fathers, mothers, brothers and sisters in Islam. And Allah will always, always keep you ahead in this dunya. May Allah grant us forgiveness for our shortcomings. May Allah grant us true iman. May Allah grant that we implement the advice that was given. And may Allah subhanahu wa'ala wa khair and barakah. Wa sallallahu ala sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahabi barik wa sallim wa sallama tasliman kathira.